0: Hi everyone, my name is Jack Nallinger. I'm a senior at Walnut Hills. We've all wanted to bring something back to life. Your phone, a pet, a relationship, or maybe a family member or a lost friend. I'm no stranger to this feeling. Your spirit's crushed in a situation where all you've known has turned to rubble. We constantly long for returning to something we used to know, and fear the call towards something new. These two important moments in our lives, The restoration of a part of us and the renewal of pieces of our lives are what ultimately make us who we are and how we live our lives. In Beautiful City, we sing of an unrecognizable city turned to ash and dust. We are encouraged to restore the place we called home, to build it once more. In the first five verses of Revelation 21, we are told that all we know will pass away. If you ask me, the promising message of a new heaven and earth hides a truth many of us don't like to face. Everyone's got to let go no matter how badly we want to return to a point of our life that brought us joy Having a certain job being with a certain person living in a certain place It's necessary for us to look forward in hope and promise the same way John the Apostle looks toward the future of our world absent of death and pain a renewal I Myself gone have gone through this struggle Acquiring the strength to stop trying to restore my past and make something better out of my future We at the church have been working on renewal for decades, responding to current events, changes in our society, and disruptions in our daily lives. Knox has the ability to renew ourselves in the people's best interest, to make each other's lives better. That being said, I don't want to discourage you to ever want to restore something ever again, to never want to restore something ever again. Sometimes a return to something familiar does us much better than making something new. For me, I'd love to go back to school for this last part of my high school days. For you, you'll love to sit down at a restaurant without ever thinking about another person's 20-person group filling the neighboring tables, concerned about spreading a deadly disease. Restoration and renewal are essential pieces of personal growth, but it can sometimes be hard to tell which one will benefit us the most. I encourage you to keep this in mind when you are faced with difficulty and change and to look forward towards what can come from building yourself up when you are knocked down. Thank you.
1: Hi, I'm Erin Cook, and I'm a senior at Walnut Hills High School. This past year has been tough on all of us. I, for one, felt isolated and depressed for most of it. Things kept getting canceled, things that helped me grow and thrive, things like Montreat. But even though we did not get to go to the actual campus last year, we made do with a Montreat of our own. We thrived in the face of challenge. In the face of a pandemic, we thrived. We built a beautiful community in which we can depend on one another, lean on one another for support. The people in youth group and the people at Montreat make my life better. They make me laugh and cry, and not in a bad way. They are my support system for when I feel down. And it was because of the people here and at Montreat that I have chosen to pursue a major of neuroscience in college. After that, I hope to attend med school. My goal is to one day join Doctors Without Borders and help underprivileged kids in third world countries. I was inspired by the people around me. They became a part of my city and they helped me grow. For much of the year, I thought I was walking through the motions of life by myself, trying to build a shelter from the raging storm, but I didn't have the proper tools or the ability to build anything that helped me weather any storm. It was only when I started reaching out for help to to those around me and started listening to them did I have the tools. In God, I found my foundation, but in the people around me, I found hope to build a better city. God doesn't give us more than we can handle, and that couldn't be more true. In community, there is hope. In hope, there is strength, and in strength, there is unity. So many people this year have come together We have built a city that can can weather any storm or earthquake. Because as long as we have our unyielding foundation, we can build a beautiful city. A city full of people who love and support each other. A city in which you don't always have to be okay, but but in which you feel safe enough to admit that. It is okay to cry. It's okay to get upset. It's okay to not be okay but it also is okay to ask for help. No one can build a city by themselves. Rome wasn't built overnight. It took many men over a period of time. Our city will never be finished, and it may take a while to build ourselves back up to where we once were. But if we lean on each other for wisdom, guidance, and support, then our city,
2: our beautiful city, can handle anything. Hello, my name is Lauren. And I am a senior at Walnut Hills High School. My entire life has been filled with love, support, joy. But about four years ago, before I was brought to Knox by a friend, whenever life threw curveballs at me, I found myself deciding it was because there must not be anything to have faith in. Today, when life throws me curveballs, I find myself leaning into my faith. The first thing I think of when I hear the words beautiful city in a religious or spiritual context, is heaven. I think of the idea that when it is our turn to be welcomed back into the arms of our creator, there will be a beautiful, heavenly city awaiting us. And while that's an amazing idea to think of, I think it's unfortunate to think that the heavenly city is the only beautiful city we'll ever encounter. I believe that we do, in fact, have a beautiful city on this earth and that we are living in it today. I believe that there are quite literally billions of beautiful cities on this planet, but I'm not referring to any sort of physical city. Sure, a beautiful city is composed of physical things and people, but the city itself is not a literal, literal city made of steel and stones. This city, is a metaphysical manifestation of everything that brings every single person in this congregation, in this city, on this planet, joy. I'm not saying that our society doesn't have plenty needing to be fixed. There are issues that I could go on for days about that could make our world a much better place to live in. But similar to the idea that a heavenly city is the beautiful city, I find it difficult to believe that we can't have a beautiful city until we fix all of our problems. I didn't know that I had a beautiful city with me until recently. I was raised Catholic, but never felt at home in the Catholic Church. I thought that maybe I was a person that simply did not have faith. I thought that maybe church wasn't supposed to feel like home. That maybe it was just something everyone had to do in order to say they belonged somewhere. Goodness, was I wrong. During my freshman year, I met someone that would help me find a church I could call home. That person brought me here, to Knox. In the past four years, I have experienced more open arms, more love, more joy than I ever thought possible from a church. If you would have told me four years ago that I have a beautiful city, or that I would fall in love with the Lauren who has an abundance of faith, I would have thought that you were either hysterical or severely misguided about who I was. Knox is my home, but Knox alone is not my beautiful city. My beautiful city is the culmination of my Catholic experience, my incredible parents who allow me to call Knox home, my wonderful friends, my hobbies, the amazing family that first brought me here in the first place, all of my hills and valleys, my Knox community, and everything that exists in between. I may not have known I had a beautiful city until I found my Knox home, but it existed. I have always had a beautiful city, even when I didn't know it. I didn't need to wait to have a beautiful city or search for my beautiful city. I created it without even knowing it. Your beautiful city isn't a place you'll find at your childhood home, a church building, or even somewhere over the rainbow. Your beautiful city is you. Your beautiful city is your faith. Your beautiful city began the day you were brought into this world and started living. You are a beautiful city.
3: Hi, my name is James Gizaki. I'm a senior at LaSalle. Self-improvement can come in many different forms. No matter who you are, no matter what you did, no matter where you're from, you can always change. The Most important question is, why do we need self-improvement? And that answer is experience. Experiences that were either blessings, mistakes, regrets, or overall just life's lessons. Self-improvement is needed in our daily lives, just like we need food and water. It feeds us with understanding, knowledge, character, and wisdom. Coming from experience, I never thought I needed self-improvement. I thought I was fine and did not need to adjust myself. I thought I was a decent person with decent qualities, but I was wrong. You can say that one day, I made a tremendous mistake and led to great regret. Long story short, I've struggled with addiction, anger issues, and disobedience. And I would be lying if I told you I wasn't still. At one point, I found myself at rock bottom. And that's when I realized I needed to get my act together and come to terms with my actions. But that didn't come instantly. After months of despair, loneliness, and complete agony, there was a day I felt something sprout inside me, something beautiful. I've grown so much in these last couple years, and I've learned a lot about myself and who I want to be in the future. I can honestly say I'm the happiest I've ever been But despite all that, I know I will still make mistakes. But what matters is how I learn from those mistakes. And with that, I feel that I'm able to build a beautiful city within me. Thank you.
4: Hello, my name is Noah Lorbach, and I'm a senior at Mueller High School. It's extremely difficult to sum up my time in the Knox Youth Group. My family and I are not members at Knox, but my sister and I were invited to come to the youth group by the Nellinger family. My sister Lucy graduated in 2018 and had been coming to the weekly Sunday meetings long before I was. Luckily, I was able to join the younger youth group with a couple of my closest friends, and we met about once a month. The older I got, the more fun youth group was. I started to look forward to every Sunday night because that's when I got to see my friends. I loved it. But it wasn't the activities we did or the places we went. I fell in love with the people in the community that was there. Although I have so much fun in the weekly meetings, the yearly trip to Montreat is something special. Whether you're crying because of a story you heard in small group or dying laughing at a joke about Mrs. Fields cookies when you're running on two hours of sleep, there's something about that place that inspires me. Even though there are Even though there are 2,000 high schoolers from across the country, you still have such a strong connection with your youth group. Over the past year and a half, the Knox community has helped me through through so much. My grandpa passed away last August. There were so many friends reaching out and adults offering help. When I was accepted into colleges, everyone was there to congratulate me. Each and every person in this group has pushed me to become the best person I can be. Now, speaking of college, I'll be studying elementary education at either the University of Dayton or the University of Cincinnati. Following my bachelor's degree, I plan on applying to the United States Peace Corps, where I hope to to teach English as a foreign language. This is where Knox has also offered a career path for me. I was lucky enough to sit in on a confirmation class a few years ago, and Jana Reister spoke about her time in the Peace Corps. Although I doubt she knows this, Jana is the one who sparked my passion for the Peace Corps. This youth group, my friends, and my family, they've all helped me through my toughest times and supported me in my greatest. They've inspired my career, and most of all, they've been with me for the happiest moments of my life. This is what Beautiful City is talking about. Not rebuilding a skyscraper or repaving a sidewalk, or rather being with one another no matter the circumstance. It's embracing the moments, good or bad, with the ones you love. Thank you.
5: Hi, my name is Ellen Nellinger and I'm a senior at Walnut Hills. I wrote about you all in my college essays. Not because of any hardships I faced at Knox, because let's face it, the hardest thing I went through here was the stage fright that accompanied every singing solo and reading I did. No, I wrote about Knox because I realized this year that Knox is the one thing in my life that I can count on no matter what. We were asked as part of our college application process what we think some of our strongest qualities were, and my response always followed the line of compassion and selflessness. These qualities are are ones that I attribute to Knox. Everyone around me here is always willing to give to others and be there when you need them. It feels a little strange to call people who are upwards of 30 years older than me my friends, but that's what everyone here is to me. They're my friends. They have been here for my best and worst. They were here for First Friday Family Fun Night, when we would sit in the newly renovated youth room and watch Veggie Tales while our our parents would talk about who knows what in the social hall. They were there when I got home from China and talked for about two hours to Cooper Gardner while we were handing out programs at the front of the commons. They were there when I finally got to put a name to my experiences with anxiety and depression and continue to be here when things get hard. They were here when I got to see my moms get married and made my grandfather's funeral all the easier to deal with in simply being there. Throughout my life, all I've ever wanted is to be there for people in the same way that you all are here for me every day. Knox is the reason I want to go to The Ohio State University for social work and eventually be a trained paramedic. I've been inspired by the way I see everyone here come together when even a single person is in need, when someone faints in the sanctuary because they got a little overheated and all the doctors of the congregation run to help. All I can think is that that's what I want to do for other people. I suppose what I really hoped to accomplish with this message is to finally say thank you for always being here. Thank you.